Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We've been reading in the book of Genesis, and we are ready to read chapter 20. Now, we read chapter 19 last time. At the end of chapter 19, basically Lot and his daughters had escaped Sodom and the destruction there, but his daughters chose to, you know, lay with him and have children. And it's kind of just an odd thing that they did to, to make sure their family line would survive. Um, so I'm not going to go back into that. I think we probably talked about that. I know that's something that we don't look at on today as a, as a good thing, and it's not. It's not a good thing. It's not good for <clears throat> a number of different reasons. Anyway, so we're going to move on past that. Uh, we're ready to read Genesis chapter 20. And uh, here we're starting out with uh, Abraham kind of revisiting something that has occurred in the past. So just see if you remember this. Now Abraham journeyed from there toward the Negev, the south country, and settled between Kadesh and Shur. Then he lived temporarily in Gerar. Abraham said again of Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. So Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah into his harem. But God came to Abimelech in a dream during the night and said, Behold, you are a dead man because of the woman whom you have taken as you know, taken as your wife, for she is another man's wife. Now Abimelech had not yet come near her, so he said, Lord, will you kill a people who are righteous and innocent and blameless regarding Sarah? Did Abraham not tell me she is my sister? I did not mention, but I am reading from the Amplified Bible. So, the Amplified Bible will sometimes add in some things just to help uh, make the sentences and everything flow and, and, you know, make sense. Like here it says, will you... Lord, will you kill a people who are righteous and innocent and blameless regarding Sarah? Meaning, you know, regarding what's occurring right now. Um, <clears throat> and I think without the Amplified, you would just have, Lord, will you kill a people who are righteous and innocent and blameless? Still, the intent is in this incident, in this occurrence, you know, in this act, we did not do anything wrong. So going to continue. Did Abraham not tell me she is my sister? And she herself said, he is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and innocence of my hands, I have done this. Then God said to him in the dream, yes, I know you did this in the integrity of your heart, for it was I who kept you back and spared you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not give you an opportunity to touch her. So now return the man's wife, for he is a prophet and he will pray for you, and you will live. But if you do not return her to him, know that you shall die, and all who are yours, your household. So Abimelech got up early in the morning and called all his servants and told them all these things, and the men were terrified. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said to him, What have you done to us, and how have I offended you now see, how have I offended you that you have brought on me and my kingdom a great sin? You have done to me what ought not be done to anyone. And Abimelech said to Abraham, 
I'm sorry. And Abimelech said to Abraham, What have you encountered or seen in us or our customs that you have done this unjust thing? Abraham said, Because I thought surely there is no fear or reverence of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. Besides, she actually is my half-sister, and she is the daughter of my she is the daughter of my father, Terah, but not of my mother, and she became my wife. When God caused me to wander from my father's house, I said to her, This kindness and loyalty you can show me at every place we stop, say of me, He is my brother. Then Abimelech took sheep and oxen and male and female slaves and gave them to Abraham and returned Sarah his wife to him, as God commanded. So Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before you. Settle wherever you please. Then to Sarah he said, Look, I have given this brother of yours a thousand pieces of silver. It is to compensate you for all that has happened and to vindicate your honor before all who are with you. Before all men you are cleared and compensated. So Abraham prayed to God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maids, and they again gave birth to children, for the Lord had securely closed the wombs of all the women in Abimelech's household because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. So I'm not sure what kind of time span we're talking about. I thought this would be a short amount of time, but, but God had closed them up so they couldn't even have children. I mean, he was really going to wipe them out if they did not follow what he was saying. Now, the funny thing is, Abraham has done this before. And I'm kind of surprised that he does this again now um, after, you know, seeing how the Lord has been faithful and watched over him all this time. And now God, but God says, Abraham is my prophet. He says he is a prophet. So, yeah, so now return this man's wife, return the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you and you will live. So, I mean, you know, God is still faithful in claiming Abraham and watching over him, but Abraham, to my mind, this is a bit, like I said, Abraham's being a bit deceptive to these people when he does this, and, and Sarah must have been a really... Sarah must have really just been a very pretty woman. You know, from a physical standpoint, she must have just been a really pretty woman that people were doing this to Abraham. And that it required Abraham's deception and then God's, you know, God pulling him out of the fire, so to speak, pulling him and Sarah out of the fire to fix things. But I don't, I don't think that this was really the best way to handle this. I think honesty would have been better. I mean, Abimelech obviously at least paid some attention to God. I mean, here God communicated with him, and he, he perked up, he listened, and did what, you know, what the Lord said. So, but it's strange, it's strange that this, this occurred yet again, and this is years later since the last time we read of this happening in Egypt. Here this occurred again years later, and uh, again, um, Abraham and Sarah just trying to, I don't know, um, in a way it shows that uh, maybe they still weren't fully trusting as much as they should have, uh, because we know that, you know, 
doing such a deception is not is not good. It could have caused real harm to come upon these other people, and they would not have, you know, in this instance, they would not have understood necessarily why if the Lord had not talked to Abimelech. So, I, I look at this as one of those things where it's like, um, you know, we're all learning, and none of us are perfect, and even as we grow and we we go down uh, our path in life and we draw closer to the Lord, sometimes those old sins, those old problems, those old fears still come back to us and still get to us. And so we, we you know, it's like we continually uh, kind of struggle and fight these same, same fears and these same old things, you know, in this journey of life. Uh, we think we've conquered something, we've gotten past it, and then it, crops up again and we're like well you know and sometimes maybe that's just to keep us humble you know not saying that God does it to us but I mean you know in ourselves just maybe maybe uh, you know maybe we need that sometimes to remind ourselves well you know I thought I had defeated this I thought I was past this but you know maybe I'm not you know maybe I'm not I'm not any better than anyone else I'm still struggling with with things same as the same as everyone else I'm still struggling and we do need to be humble we know that so maybe that's part of our part of our journey in life is to remember to be humble I know so all right so that is Genesis chapter 20 well thank you for listening hope you have a wonderful day may God bless you and keep you safe and remember God loves you